Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Thank you for that sage advice there, uh, Professor Medley. And yeah, thanks for your two cents as well there, Gerald. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI, also on The Scope. The Scope. Scope, yes. The Scope. From... Egan, Minnesota, in the Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. I trust you're all doing wonderfully fine today. We're beaming at you live from the uh, Executive Tower Infirmary. We're... uh... We're having a bit of a day here, so Uncle John's going to pick it up from here. Did I say good evening, kids and kittens? I missed yes, you. Yes, you did. All righty. John? Uh, yep, you absolutely did. And I'm sorry for that little guffaw there, by the way. I suddenly couldn't read the little timer. The the eight looked like a nine is all I can say. <laughs> you wait so, for yes, the, now. You, you wait for the music to end. Yes, I know. I That's know, a pretty I clear indication. Uh, we're working I, I, on the technical issues. Big time professional li- radio kids and kids. I'm like an Atlanta cop. Quick on the trigger. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, was that a little harsh? A little bit. A little bit. Oh. You know, we actually got a lot to cover. I figured I was doing a little soul searching today. And I uh, said to myself, self? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have to tolerate an hour worth of uh, disco tomorrow. And you will. Because suddenly suddenly it, it's become mandatory. <laughs> it's, it's disco night. We've been promising Mike that for a long time. Yeah. Well, I've been promised. Uh, never mind. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to join us tomorrow night, kids and kittens. It is disco night, part two. Mike King will be joining us for an hour give or take, of uh, some of his favorite disco hits from back in the day. And not all the uh, the stuff that you think you know. Uh, Mike's, Mike, Mike knows this backwards and forwards, all those disco hits. He was he was there at uh, the, in Brooklyn. What was the name of the studio? Or no. was it the zoo? Or was it? No, uh... it was something 2000. Uh, 
But Mike was there, oh. and that that's what they base Saturday Night Fever on. And Mike was there for all that. And I, I, I complete I, with his polyester shirt. I'm I'm betting. Don't forget to wear <laughs> yours tomorrow. But we, uh, I put together uh, the songs for tomorrow night, and well, I I was playing a few for John before we came on the air. And uh-huh. you have to admit, the couple that I played you, while they were popular at the time, there was one you have, I promise you, you have not heard in many years. You're probably right, but right. I surprised the hell out of you. You did. Gave, you did. He gave me uh, Get Dancing from, oh, what the hell was his name again? The Sexolettes. What's his, what was his name again? Disco Tex. Disco, disco text and the sexo lets get dancing. He didn't think I'd recognize that one. Here's a little sample for you. Right here on Radio PFI. We got the viewers piling up now with that one. Just wait on tomorrow night. More. All right. More of this tomorrow night. Welcome aboard. He promises it. He promises it. Well, I'll be here tomorrow night. That's uh, uh, yeah, I'll be here too. Boy, oh boy, we stopped the music and they fled out of here like it was a fire drill. My God, <laughs> maybe a real fire for all we know. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number if you want to join into the conversation. Um, we have we I. I wanted to start real quick by um, a promo that I cut that Ed is like, hey, that's kind of creepy, man. No, it was just the <laughs> end of it was kind of creepy. Only the end of it was kind of creepy. And you got to admit, it wasn't kind of creepy. It was creepy. Well, Ed, Ed and I will be waiting for you. <laughs> I used to tell that to people that owed me money. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways here, you know, we, there are a lot of podcasters out there. I mean, the the anywhere you go now, catch this podcast, catch that podcast. And yes, you can actually catch this show as a podcast. If you just want to listen at your convenience, totally get it. I understand. But we take pride in the fact here that this is live, man. This is live. You want to you want to call and agree with us? Hey, you're welcome. Come on in. You want to call and disagree with us? That will at least let you vent. I don't know if you're welcome necessarily or not, but uh, come on, Ken, give us a call. Come on, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Him <laughs> yesterday uh, when we had Rod Johnson on, and again once uh, once again, thanks to Rod for calling in. We appreciated that. Yeah, appreciate the call. And 
here's uh, here's Mr. Coons in the uh, on the Twitter saying something to the effect of "Go get him." I I forget exactly what the tweet said. Get your ass off the bench and join in the conversation, man. Come on. So anyway, yes, we're we're a podcast disguised as a live broadcast. Yes, absolutely. Or a live broadcast disguised as a podcast. Kind of hard to. E- either either way you want to cut it. Either way. Okay. So, I actually got quite a bit to cover here, so I don't know why I'm BSing here. I'm just trying to figure out where, where to stop. Well, let's see. There's, or where to stop. How about where to start? Uh, let's you want, go with. You want to save that till later. Uh, what is to, uh, save what till later? I want to, I, I received today, kids and kittens, my absentee ballot in the mail. Oh, oh yes, indeed. And I have not Are you opened it show yet. the viewers? Uh, yeah, yeah, I will. I'll do the best I can to describe it. Uh, and I'm very excited. Uh, election day here in the New York state is a week from today. Uh, so, uh-huh. and now my polling place is literally, literally across the street from me i walk straight out the door i don't even have to turn i go straight across there's a school but because i know certain people will be really really get their uh get their uh ferrets their 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 head ferret in an uproar uh by my my using an absentee ballot kids and kittens use your absentee absentee ballots it's your it's your damn right if your state offers it by god use it or if you want to go to the polls that's fine too but let's not take a chance that captain coppertone and the and the crafty kids aren't going to get out there and uh make things yeah well you know what fear what what i'm afraid of here is about uh two weeks before the general election before all the absentee ballots are uh cast or i don't know when's the deadline for that do you know depends on which state you're in okay so, what I'm afraid of is all of a sudden, uh, old Captain Coppertone might uh, all of a sudden get it up up his ass to defund the post office. Uh, that's not going to happen. By the way, this is just for the primary that, that I'm holding right. in my hot little hand. This is not the general election. No. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, even if he defunded the post office today, uh, I think if he did something that blatant, I, I like to believe that our good friends at FedEx and UPS and DHL and the like. They'd step in. They'd step in at least to get us through the election. Yeah, I, li- I, I, li- I totally totally believe it. I, I like to believe that because this is just too important. Um, he's not going to take down the post office. He, he wants to, but he's not going to. So... Anyway, you lead you lead the way here, uh, young Mister Shannon. I'm I'm following you tonight. Okay, well let's go here with this one because this is kind of getting on my nerves. And actually, what brought it to my attention was the uh, was the aforementioned guy on Facebook that uh, decided that uh, part of one of his subjects was is everything that's going to be canceled and they're tearing down statues and they're they're taking they're taking the confederate flag off of general lee and hey 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 no 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 and stop right there blah 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 you shouldn't have mentioned okay. that we john made the mistake of mentioning that before the show and we have a rule about not doing a show 
before we come on and do the show. So uh, as, as miserable as I feel tonight, that got me fired up. Okay. I'm no fan Let of the, rip. I am no fan of the Confederacy. Never have been. It lasted five years. I've had scars for longer than that. Be that as it may, the General Lee is a cartoon character. It is a car that does stupid, crazy, impossible things. It was on by far and away one of the most dim-witted shows ever, yet still one of the most popular shows ever, The Dukes of Hazard. I, I, yeah, some people get upset with me about that and say, well, gee, Ed, you can't make one exception. And maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But I don't know. That's uh, Then we don't call it the General Lee anymore. We just banish that into into TV history because the name it's forget the flag the name yeah. look look they're they're backwards hillbillies let's face it they were cartoon the whole show was a was a live action cartoon yeah well and, you do have a point you know I I'm not gonna not gonna deny you have a point in that one but uh, what bothers and, and okay so maybe you have an argument about the general Lee. Maybe you have an maybe you have a legitimate argument about a couple other things that are being canceled or changed or or uh, Christopher uh, Columbus statues being ripped down. Maybe it might have. The although I don't think you have. I don't think you have any beef that. as far as uh, Columbus goes. But what are you talking about? Well, well, about people ripping down the statues of Christopher Columbus. He couldn't even find this place. He never found us. He didn't this discover. He didn't discover America. People were already here. But he, you know what? He didn't even you know get what? here. He didn't even get here. But you know what seems to have the uh, undies in a bundle here when it comes to uh, uh, the conservatives out here and the so-called patriots and we're gonna you know, whatever. Do tell the fact that Paw Patrol, yeah, is. They're talking that somebody started a rumor that they're going to cancel Paw Patrol. So I sat down and talked to the expert that I know uh-huh. about Paw Patrol, uh-huh. and that would be one Mr. Baby Oliver. That is correct. CEO of Radio TFI. CEO, CEO of Radio TFI. I asked him, give me the scoop. Are they going to pull Paw Patrol? He said, absolutely not. Did he know? He said, absolutely not. There is no, there is no truth to it whatsoever that Paw Patrol is going to be canceled. So well, get your nuts out of a ringer. Well. Just get over it. It's not going to be canceled. You know, I spoke to Baby Oliver. We had our, our weekly staff meeting today. And I said, by he the way. He actually talks to you now? I said, who, who were you speaking to? Who was that guy? And he said. That's right. He always puts that dramatic <laughs> pause in there. That's right, man. He's gonna he's gonna be a hell of an announcer one of these days. Oh yeah, he's uh he's gonna do it and then some. So uh, I, I've never I can honestly say I've never seen that particular program. Am I. Uh, <laughs> I am I'm aware of it vaguely that mm-hmm. it's you know, it, it's it's a kid show. And I'm sure they're teaching valuable lessons and, and all that and 
Uh, they only they only help need hope you know put their knees into people's necks only when it's absolutely necessary. And and the sad part about it is is there's one it, it's obviously for those who don't know it's all about costume dogs. I don't know, maybe there might be a cat in there too. I doubt it, but uh, but it's all a bunch of costume dogs. One's dressed as a police officer. One's dressed as a firefighter. There are a couple others that I, I don't uh, recall off the top of my head, but it, it, it's a kid's show. Uh, stop bringing kids shows into this, into this. This is, this is unfortunately an adult conversation, an adult conversation where the kids actually might be making more sense. Well, that's you, you might have to back up on that one, John. Now, you may be just a tad young to remember, or maybe it didn't play where you were as a wee one. But uh-huh. if anyone is familiar with the old Dick Tracy cartoons, mm-hmm. and these were on in the 60s, you know, I was a little nothing. Now, Dick Tracy was never involved. You know, he, he was there at the beginning, the end, and he had these other detectives. The one I remember uh, was Joe Jitsu with the most exaggerated Asian eyes, you know, the slanty eyes, big glasses, buck tooth, spoke with the, uh, with the exaggerated uh, Chinese accent, Japanese, whatever they were going for. Uh-huh. And that's just one of many examples of, the, of kids' shows that were as racist as they get uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. so it's kid shows there are some there's some nasty stuff out there like granted a lot of it is from back in the day it's not relatively recently but eh, you know they slip I can a few tell things. you I can tell you tons of them that are like that you know, Hong Kong Fooey yeah who was voiced, who was voiced by man, a black man scat man Brothers. for others <laughs> yes indeed uh let's see there was you ever remember the cartoon called Batfink? Yes. Vaguely. His side his sidekick was a uh, a uh, Chinese guy that was dressed in, you know, karate gar- garb. Right. A gi. It's called a gi, by the way. Oh, thank you. Appreciate You're welcome. that. You're welcome. And I could I could, you know, let's fa- let's face it. Um even Fat Albert. <laughs> oh, even that was very, even though it was supposedly Cosby, you know, how stereotypical was that? Well, I don't know. I, I may have to disagree with you on that one. Uh, well, this isn't Hollywood Squares. Well, in that case, I agree. And I'd like to go <laughs> try for the secret square now. Paul Lynn, <laughs> Paul Lynn for the block. Uh, by the way, I loved Hollywood Squares back in the day. So did I. I got home so every day, 11.30. It was on. I, I had lunch, and I watched Hollywood Squares. Charlie Weaver, Wally Cox. The aforementioned uh, Paul Lind. Paul Lind. You know who was the first son of Square? Oh, my God. On the very first show? You don't know. It wouldn't have been Buddy Hackett, would it have? Damn you, that's twice tonight. That's <laughs> twice tonight. I am I am overly uh 
I think I can go home. I don't think there's any need for me tonight. Man. By the way, a, a fact you probably wouldn't give a damn about. Wow. But one of my favorite one of my favorite wrestlers was actually a contestant on that show. No kidding. You're right. I don't give a damn about it. One Nick Bockwinkle. Uh, you, they're right. You've you probably know. never heard of him, no, I'm sure. No, never have. Uh, uh, he Didn't he do a show with a squirrel? I uh, know. He you wrote, sure? Although there were a couple of... Uh, there were a couple of uh, guys that he wrestled against that used to call him Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's moose and squirrel. Yeah. So they got a picture on uh, security camera, I guess, of uh, one of the suspects of uh, uh, the people that set the uh, Wendy's on fire down there in Atlanta. I don't understand after that. After Rayshard Brooks was killed in Atlanta, yeah, I don't get that. Wendy's had nothing to do with that. Absolutely I know it. Nothing. Didn't. I know I didn't. But you know what else? What the the woman pictured was a white girl. What the one who set the fire? Yeah. At least one of the suspects or one of the people of interest. So now you've got a franchisee. I'm sure they have insurance, but just the same. Now they're closed. They have to be rebuilt, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you just knocked, what, 20, 30, 40 people out of work? For what? Yeah. The, and- the guy fell asleep in their in their drive-thru. That's the only exactly. That's the only offense that Wendy's committed is that they happen to build a restaurant right there. Who knew this guy was going to pass out in his car? Well, my guess is this is what happened. As he pulled in there, thought he was going to order, had the idea to to uh, order some food. And yeah, and he didn't make it. He he yeah. passed out. He passed out he before passed he could out. order his sure. uh, his uh, Dave's double. Oh, I don't I don't doubt that for a second. I believe yeah. the man the man had been drinking all night or whatever. He, hey, look, a good Wendy's burger. You can't beat that when you got half half a load on. Yeah, and. and uh, Unfortunately, he didn't have enough awake to uh, to, to to ride it out. Yeah, I, I really don't want to talk about that tonight. I, I, I just, but it, that has been bugging me. This whole why burn the Wendy's down? Wendy's had nothing. The re- and it's not even the corporation. I don't care about the Dave. By the way, headquartered in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. By the way. Yeah, I've actually heard that before. Yeah, no, Dave Thomas, I know exactly where he used to live in Lauderdale. Uh, anyway, uh, well, not only not only are we are we talking about employees who lost jobs, but now I I don't know the lay of the land over there. Maybe that was the only fast food place uh, within that particular neighborhood. Could have been. You know, again, probably, probably not. People, they they rarely open unless there's others around. Yeah. Well. It just took another. Well, let's just put it this way: it took another food ch- uh, choice yeah. away, right? So and, and jobs and and all that. And, yeah, exactly. But and, um, and for what they did nothing. They had no part of that, other than somebody obviously calling the police to get the car, because it's, you know, I guess they somebody tried to wake him up and he wasn't uh-huh. waking up. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on from that. 
Now, let me let me ask you one other thing, because sure. I, I don't know, and not that you've been on the other end of one to know, but how far do you think that when you shoot a, a taser, how far do you think that uh, stream goes out before <sighs> it, uh, it just stops and its tracks doesn't hit anybody? Well, first off, he's running. Second off, uh-huh. he's, he's reaching behind him. B, C, he's drunk. Uh-huh. Uh, the gun misfired to begin with. I believe it was that, that taser. I had this Oh, discuss- I didn't hear that, but Yeah, I had this discussion with somebody yesterday. Not on the air, obviously. And, well, I hope not. And again, even if he got lucky and the taser hit one cop, remember there's two prongs coming out. He'd have been uh-huh. lucky that one of them would have found its mark. And you can look right. at the distance. They're moving. They're, you know. Well, that's what I thought. I too far away to have actually hit him. I, I, I personally don't believe that you, he could have just let him keep running. Okay. At that point, what, you've already searched him. You've spent however long, 20, 30, 40 minutes. I'm hearing all sorts of different times now. But you've searched him. You have his license. You have his car. You literally have his car. He's, you know where he's going to go. He's going to run to his sister's house two blocks away. Because he had been asking the officers, can I just walk home to my sister's? Uh-huh. And so, why didn't they just let him? Well, I have, I, I got to tell you something. And I'm sorry, because I know you want to leave this behind. But now you got me on another. I don't understand this to begin with. They have no proof. And I, I know they don't need it, so don't. I I already know the answer to this, I, but I know where you're going. When you th- you're yeah, right. You're right. Did it, did they actually catch him operating this motor vehicle? Nope. When uh, he was passed out, yep. he was passed out. You know, he was safe. He was out of harm's way. Chances were really good he wasn't going to try to put that thing in gear again. Well, we don't. First off, first off, we don't know that, but that doesn't matter. The point is, now there's a lot of states where just being behind the wheel constitutes a DUI. Oh, yes, exactly. And Georgia obviously is one of them. Minnesota is one of them. Many years ago down in South Florida, this was back in the uh, 80s, uh, somebody I knew, he, he was uh, just just about to start the police academy. He went out one night. Uh, stumbled back to his car, fell asleep in the back seat. The back seat. Cops happened to come by. However, they got there. He got a DUI because he had the keys in his pocket. Ruined his career in law enforcement. He couldn't. Mm. Uh, but, you know, yes, you could, depending on what the law is there in Georgia, they didn't see him actually operating the vehicle. Nobody did. Uh, there was a lot of different ways that could have gone. Now, I've heard people say, and you just mentioned, why couldn't they let him just, uh, you know, put him in a cab or, or an Uber? But now I did nighttime for a long, long time. Okay. And we used to run into this quite often. You get a PD request. You'd pull up. Most of the time, the people were thrilled. And this is in the 80s, early 90s, before DUI was. Uh, the big thing it is now was more of a, a of a traffic ticket than anything else. Police, if you tr- 
treated them right, you know, they, they'd let you park your car, put you in a cab, and send you on your way. Uh-huh. And virtually everybody treated it like they hit the lottery. I love those rides. Oh, this is great. You're my new best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you home and, you know. And Please normally, don't yak in a car. But normally what I would do for the people is I would write down, here's where your car is. Give them a little, you know, write it down on a, uh, a company business card. Here's where your car is. Have a nice night. There were a few people that, you know, wanted to go back. Those, But they, my understanding is they, the police had to stop doing that because people would go back. They'd get dropped off at home and call another cab or have somebody drive them back to their car. So now the police are being held for, you know, it's the liability issue. You let them go. You know, I suppose they got a point. And, but again, there used to be a time they did that. So everybody out there saying, here's what they could have done. They used to do it, at least where I was. At least where I was. Yeah, I've had a few of those too. And uh, you, you'll speak to a lot of people who, who used to, uh, you know, uh, the, the cops would just give them a ride home, especially in small towns. Instead of putting them in jail or, you know, or, or doing that. I will say this, though, on the other side of that, a friend of mine many years ago had gone to Daytona Beach on a vacation from New York. So apparently he was uh, walking home from the bars one night along the main drag there in Daytona. I think it's, uh, I forget what it is. Anyway, so he's just stumbling along, having a good time, you know, singing a song, not bothering anybody. Uh and a police car pulls up to him. Now, mind you, he's not in the street or anything like that. He's just on the sidewalk. He's tipsy. There's no question about it. But otherwise, police car pulls up. How you doing? Oh, great. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, do you need a ride back to your hotel? He thinks, well, what could be safer than getting a ride with a cop? He said, sure. They arrested him for hitchhiking. Oh, you've got to be kidding. Me. I wish I was. I wish I was. That was, God, that was 20, 25 years ago. But, uh, <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, the the point I was getting at was that uh, police used to do that, at least where I was, and that's why they stopped. And I had about a half a dozen people over the years. You know, all right, the cop's gone. You can let me out now or just drive around the block. And No, no. Uh, my thing was, uh, look, if I let you out, they're going to, they're going to bust They're my They're going to come after you. I said, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to drive up to the police officer and let, and that's what I would do. I would, usually the cop was still there. I would pull right back up and say, excuse me. He wants me to drop him off at his car. Maybe you should take over from here. Click, click, off you go. Handcuffs. You had your chance. You had mm-hmm. your chance. You were in the back of a cab. You were on your way home. Me, I'm not going to exactly. fight. I'm not going to fight with you. They gave you a chance. They gave you a big that you hit the lottery. Mm-hmm. And you're too drunk and silly. So anyway, yeah. So no, I don't believe me personally. From what I could see, I, 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 I think the the officer overreacted as far as deadly force. As far as deadly force goes, there was no mm-hmm. and and two bullets in the back. I mean, come on. That's it. Come on. I know, and I'm. Here, <sighs> I've heard from different people, and on the on a different side of it, and uh, look, we're all look. I don't want you. I don't want people to think that suddenly because we've had a couple incidents incidents in the last, uh, you know, ten, twelve days or whatever it's been. 
three weeks. That oh, has it? Yeah, I guess. God, it's been three weeks. It's been three weeks. I, I'm telling you, this uh, this last couple of weeks has kind of just flown by. You know, it's, it's like you don't even you have to check your calendar to make sure what what the date is. 2020 is a haze. Yeah, ain't that the truth? But I'm not suddenly anti-cop here because of this. Listen, you know. I'd be the first one to tell you, I know that cops have a very dangerous job. Uh, now, I will also say that there are a handful of cops that haven't made it any easier for the for the ones who are trying to do the job properly. You're right. So, I, I'm going to leave it at that unless you have something... Uh, I didn't want to talk about else. it. I didn't want to talk about it to begin with, but and he did, and he did a marvelous job of not talking about it, because there's nothing I can't not talk about if that makes any sense. I hear you. Hey, how about some stuff on your buddy Trumpy? What do you got? Oh well, we got a few things here. Uh, of oh, course, hold on. He... Hold, hold on. I, I understand he was he was walking uh, walking along the sidewalk. And uh, he came upon the wheelchair ramp that's in every street, every sidewalk now in in America. Secret Service alertly wrestled the ramp to the ground. And <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're feeling better. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> well, we got this. He uh, signed a uh, he signed an executive order. Which is basically has the that looks just like a, uh, a pit bull without any teeth. He uh, he's wants to track police mic- uh, misconduct, officer training, and and the like again uh, amid the excuse me amid the George Floyd protests. Now, what he also didn't say, or what he also didn't say that this was a mandate that this was something that was going to had to happen no no this these were just suggestions right because because you know people want law and order they might not know they want law and order yes, yes. but they want law but and they, order they want Damn it. it they sure do just like uh as we all know the more testing you do the more cases you come up with and if we stopped testing we wouldn't have any cases right so there you go and he is sweating trump is sweating bullets here because john bolton's uh uh memoir here is about ready to hit the shelves at your favorite barnes and noble at your favorite barnes and noble and somebody needs to hit john bolton with a shelf This has this has been on my mind for a couple of days, and and it would have passed right by like everything else through me today, had you not mentioned it. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, as everybody is saying, I, I'm I'm not saying anything original here, but I I need to vent this as well. Remember, he refused to testify at the uh, at the impeachment hearing. Basically, everything that's in this book, apparently. Now, now you want to make a buck off of it. Well, I, I hope, 
I don't want to see, I don't care if Trump sues him or not, but I want to see everybody just not buy it. We'll all go check it out at the library. I mean, he's gotten his advance and whatnot, but it is, you talk about, I, I need John Bolton to look back and think, gee, maybe if we had had gotten something significant done back in February, maybe, perhaps, we could have had a chance at not not killing as many people as we have with the COVID. I, I'm not going to speak to the George Floyd thing. That that may have happened regardless. Uh, but certainly, certainly COVID would have been handled differently if we had had it, excuse me, had him out of there. Because I bet you Pence would have gone right along with him. So, John Bolton, take your take your fuzzy mustache and uh, please kiss my ever-loving ass with it because actually it looks like it'd be a fun time. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, well, he's got his own little tickler going there. So. <laughs> Lie to me again, John. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's, I, I go, I, I look at this kind of like, like, uh, I hearken back to my favorite pastime, professional wrestling. One of the things that I absolutely loved was when two bad guys would go into the ring together. Yeah. Two bad guys going at it and you didn't know who you were, who you really wanted to win. Well, I do want Bolton to win in this. It's it's in my in my feelings. It's more. It's kind of the lesser of two evils. But you're right. You're right. He could have made things a whole hell of a lot easier. He went from money before country. Yeah, yeah. You are you are absolutely key wrecked, sir. That's right. And I'm anxious to open this now. I really want to do this on the air. Oh, oh, oh! We still got. It's it's like it's kind of like that song. My baby, she wrote me a letter. So here's my absentee ballot. If you're watching on the scope, here it is. It's not opened. I am I am going to open it now. I will. Uh, I have a proper letter opener. And John is just destroying the Northern Command Center there. I was just trying to do a drum roll for you. How best I could do. How'd that work out for you? Not very well. All right, here we go. There's there's your envelope. Uh, oh, it's your envelope. Oh, it's my envelope. Well, 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 look at this. Look at this, huh? Is that impressive? And, uh, oh, that's the Chinese one. I've got multiple versions of this. Oh, no, no, no. And none of them are in English? <laughs> None's none in English. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It opens up even longer. Good Lord. Good gravy. Yeah, there's... Boy, oh boy. This is, I, I thought I was going to be able to do this. Dang, there's a lot of people I'm voting for. Hokey <laughs> smoke. I don't know who most of these people are. But, uh, but, uh, but where is she? Where is she? You know who I'm looking for. Oh, my God. You, you are know. pathetic sometimes. Yes, I am. Oh, there's space to write in candidates. Gil, you want to be a write-in candidate? Again, with the finger. A simple no. Uh, I can't find her. 
Where is By she? the way, for those who don't know, he's looking for AOC. I found her. Found her. I found her. Should I fill that in now? Is it just written AOC, by the way? No, no, no. Her full <laughs> name her full name and a variety of uh let me see if I can. Yeah, I see it. Okay, there's Chinese and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez. But look at all the different languages. Look at all the different languages. It's actually pretty smart the way they did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually going to have to... This is... I I thought it was just going to be a couple of regular uh, uh, pages that I could... Now, that's for Congress. You know, the one judge of the civil civil court. Hmm. My grandfather was chief clerk of the uh, of the civil court back in the day. Pretty important job. You know when I found yeah. out what you know when I found out what he did for a living after he retired. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I've told that story. But uh, I had to go to court over something. My grandfather came with me. By the way, when when he retired, he retired with about four or five months worth of sick days and vacation days accrued. So his Ooh, final party party. Well, his final day of work was one day, but his actual retirement day was like five months later. <laughs> and but we walked into the courthouse to get into the you know everybody's saying hello to him. We walked into the courtroom. There's some, the opposing attorneys. It was my old landlord, and uh, the the judge comes down off the off the bench to greet my grandfather hey joe how you doing how's your time the other attorney they're they're the other heads are hitting the table oh man (laughs) this is my grandson he's telling him oh you got that case oh i didn't recognize because that's my mother's father so of course it's the 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 family names are different he says oh okay don't worry joe we'll take good care of him and i won that case so anyway okay so this is the new york uh state ballot absentee ballot and unfortunately i'm gonna have to spend a little bit more time than we have here uh and the reason i yeah because i'm doubting that anybody they they love the idea that you got your you got your absentee ballot right i'm guessing that nobody really want to watch you watch you go through the process of actually filling it out right at this moment And, and like i said it wasn't what i expected so i i won't I won't do that to you folks, but uh, I'm quite happy about it. I'll have that filled out in, in the mail tomorrow. Uh, and uh, But that's, you know, look, we're able to do it because of COVID. That's why I'm able to get an absentee ballot. And if you have that opportunity and it's what you want, by all means, you should do that. This way you will be assured that your vote is in there. You will get your absentee ballot. You fill it out. You drop it in the mail or wherever Wherever it is you drop it, depending upon your state. And uh and that's that. That's uh and then by the way, in the great state of Minnesota, you don't need a reason to do an absentee ballot. Really? Yeah. Well, I think we're well, Oregon is all mail in ballot. All mail. That's what I heard. Yeah. 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 There's uh and let's face it, they've been doing mail in ballots with the military for seventy five years. Ages. Yeah. And yet, you know, it's 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 good enough there for uh, Captain uh, Coppertone. Yep, but yep. not not good enough for your average American. Well, press secretary mm. Barb, press secretary Barbie has done it like eleven times. Yeah. So, but anyway, no matter how you vote, vote, 
get your uh and no matter who you're going to vote for vote it's it is very important it is and, absolutely and seriously regardless but if you're going to vote for one of those off-brand brand x candidates i mean come on man that's but i suppose you're entitled but yeah you know if it's a uh well i don't want to vote for either one of them suck it up just this Pretty one much. time. Just this one time, Booby. Normally, I, I'm very big about you do what you want to do, but this one time, I'm going to politely, politely, very in the politely. name of self-preservation. If you're if you hate them both, and I understand that, I get that one gazillion percent. But would it kill you? Would it kill you to throw old Uncle Joe a little sympathy vote? You know. You don't care about either one of them. One of them is going to be president. Hmm. So you might as well help the lesser of two evils. We've already seen what four years of this clown has done. We are a disaster movie the past four years. Well, and I'll tell you, that's what my vote was last uh, last last time. Uh, you voted, I, you voted I tell you, I voted for Hillary while I was holding my nose. Yeah, well. Um, but I sure as hell wasn't going to vote for Donald Trump. And I don't give a damn if it was a D or an R behind the name. Listen, I am familiar with Donald Trump. He, before he was president, he was a, a a phony uh, reality game show host. He wasn't even that. He wasn't even well. There. Well, okay, whatever you want to call it. You no, know, I understand what you're saying, but uh, he, a he failed, got... a failed businessman. Oh, big time, big time. Uh, you know, a, a philanderer. You think he, a philanderer that makes uh, Bill Clinton look like a saint? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the guy. I, I can't wait till I is it his niece or or his niece who is it this come that's coming out with this book it's either his niece or his great niece his niece Mary and Mary. this is this is yeah Mary is her name she's a PhD. and this is gonna be fun I'm actually anticipating this more than I am Bolton's book this, to tell you the this truth. book will probably fly off the shelves I just I just found out about it today uh, uh-huh. she, she's a PhD in some kind of clinical psychology I don't want to it's but she's uh also i believe it's her son that has a medical condition and uh the trump siblings uh or or trump himself cut off money to the to his great nephew because i don't know she said something or who knows and and the sister trump's sister the the former judge the retired judge well, by the way, she was under investigation for a number of things, but then when she retired, apparently there's something, if you're a judge and there's any uh, investigations, once you retire, they all go away. That's the law. Oh, isn't that, isn't that something? It was very convenient. I. Uh... So, yeah, you're right. You're right. This this book should be uh, should be quite interesting. Quite interesting. Because this, was, this is the daughter, I believe, and this is off the top of my head, of his brother Fred who was a rampaging alcoholic, knew it, used to be a mm-hmm. pilot, had to quit that because he was 
again, a rampaging alcoholic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it ought, it ought to be interesting. Look, But then again, so much stuff has come out about him. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, now, it's kind of like throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks, you know. But. Now, now, Saturday, we're going to have whatever it is, 19,000 people maybe in this arena. By the way, they're claiming they've sold 800,000 tickets. 800,000 tickets? Yeah, for a 19,000-seat arena. Huh. Well, yeah, it, Pen- now I remember I saw this earlier. Pence is suggesting they may go to another venue. To which I, to which I say, no, 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 stay right there. Pack them in we'll real see, good. Pack them in real good. We'll seal up that arena there to, to mm. keep all the, keep all the anti-Trump people. I will seal it up real good there. Duct tape around the doors. And- yeah, and then we'll, and then we'll forget to forget the the key to the lock, if you will. They uh- stay there. Stay there, wallow in it for all I give a goddamn. Well, every, everybody that's uh, that's applying for tickets has to sign a waiver that says you won't hold anybody responsible if you get the COVID. Uh, I mean, it's just stupid. It, it's just, this would be bad enough if they did an outdoor thing. Uh, yeah. It would be plenty bad. And remember, this is going to be, uh, one of the the trumpets was saying last night, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna hand out uh, the mess for people. Now, whether they use them or not, you know, we're not gonna police that. Well, you know, they're not. Of course not. You know, they're not. Uh, coincidentally, a story I heard today earlier on the news: uh, sixteen women went out in the state of Florida. I don't know where in Florida. A couple of weeks ago." For mm-hmm. girls, girls' night out after being on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They all came home with. Look what I brought home, hubby. And seven employees at the at the club they were at. Oh uh, my god! And and the woman who the one woman who got it, uh, she's a healthcare professional, and she was like, uh, "I didn't." This is what they reported. She said she knew better, but you know, look, kids and kittens again. Nobody wants to be locked down. I'm day 90. What hell day am I on? 90, I don't 90, know. I lost 90, track after four. 92. I'm on day 92. Uh, so. Yeah, but but look, look at it this way. Radio TFI is a much better place because of it. Mm, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know we got, I'm right. Damn we, we got new old programming. Yeah. Oh, by the way, baseball this week. Uh huh. It's all about the year 1959. Okay. You know what happened in 1959? Uh, do tell. I was born. Oh. Okay. I don't I, have that. We we don't have that many games. I'm not going to be an asshole about that. But we only have about four games from 1959 in the archives. Two of them were all-star games. There, there was a stretch there for a few years. They, they played two all-star games. They played two, all, two all-star star, that, that, two all-star games. So Sunday we're playing both all-star games from that day. One, ah. uh, one that the early game is from Pittsburgh, and the late uh-huh. game is from Los Angeles. It was like the second year, the second year they were the Dodgers were out there. Right. And, uh, I forget who we got early in the 
Tigers White Sox, I think. Tigers, I don't know. Red Sox. Oh no, two. Actually, uh, it's it's Red Sox at Yankees. One from April okay. of that year and one from September of that year. So do I hate can I I and I don't wanna pee on your parade here. Yeah. But if there's one rivalry that I am totally bored with, and that's Red Sox Yankees. Yeah, but this is this is sixty one years ago. Yeah, I I know, but this is more still. about the nostalgia of it. And again, I found two games between these teams, one from early in the season and one from late in the season, down the stretch. So I thought I thought that'd be an interesting bookend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so from the I I I wanted to kind of use our talk about uh uh, COVID is a segue to this, but unfortunately, somehow we slid out of that. So, but I want to come back to it. We do that. So, if you want to, if you uh, want to call this an emergency bat turn, you tell be me. Be my guest. Emergency be bat turn. Be my guest. So, anyways, there's a report from CNN out of England that says the commonly used steroid is reducing the Ooh. risk of death in the sickest. Uh, coronavirus base, uh, patients, at least according to a preliminary study. Now, I can't, I'm going to stumble over this, uh, the name of this drug <laughs> to the point where I don't even, okay, I'll, I'll try it once. Thank you. It is dexamethasone. We'll call it dex. Dex, there you go. Beautiful. But it's a steroid. Right. Now, what is the what is the most common symptom of the COVID nineteen as as it goes as far as the respiratory condition is concerned? Well, it's the respiratory condition. Well, but it's caused, or what the aggravator is is the inflammation mm. in your lungs. I've actually seen your tweet on this, but. Now, logic says if you're going to treat an inflammation, what's the best damn thing to use other than a, than a, uh, oh, what the hell? I can't think of the name of the common drug. Ibuprofen. What is the next best drug to use? I don't know. Steroid. Yeah, different types of steroids. Makes your pee-pee small, though. Well, you know what? Again, the lesser of two evils. Well, you know, it's a big choice, breathing or small pee-pee. And it's something you got to think about. Yeah, for about two seconds. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm 57, I'm 57 years old, Ed. At this point in time, <laughs> the size of my pee-pee really doesn't matter much to me. <laughs> or many other people, for that matter. I have a very talented tongue, so. Oh, God. It's funny when I do it, but it's just disturbing when you do it. I, I just can't. <laughs> proud of yourself. So, though, hey, let's, let's hope that works. It's actually, a, from what the story says, it's actually a very inexpensive drug. I did. I so. did. Catch, I caught a bit of that earlier today. <clears throat> uh -huh. Excuse me. And they were saying, well, if this proves to be something. This will be a great benefit to a lot of the poorer countries, you know, uh, exactly. India, India and Brazil, where they're just, I mean, bazoom, they're all over the place with this thing. And, uh, and let's hope, let's hope, you know. And by the way, the uh, the FDA has come out and said definitively 
the the hydro hydro whatever the hell it is hydrochloroquine yeah the trump it's, miracle just is or uh nothing prescription it's got, it's got nothing to do it's of no use whatsoever so to, what did this what did the cdc uh, what did the cdc say to uh that particular drug uh, I don't know. I'm talking about the FDA. Or well, okay, the FDA. What did the FDA say about that particular? They drug? said it, it's pointless. It's it does no good. Oh my God! I'm giving yeah. you softballs here. Oh 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 oh! Ask me the question again. What did the FDA say about that drug? What did it tell it to do? See ya. What? It, there you go. Thank you. That's there you are. Told you, I'm not feeling well tonight. So. Oh, come on. <laughs> Bite me. Oh, hey, and, and one last thing here I got uh, is, uh, this is a, this is a bit of good news. Okay. Uh, Target, U.S. Bank, and Best Buy are going to observe uh, the Juneteenth holiday. That's nice. Uh, Target, I guess it's going to pay its, uh, uh, it's going to pay... It's scheduled employees, time and a half. It's going to basically give the people that aren't on schedule, they're getting paid for not working. Good. Um, I don't know what Best Buy is doing in this. U.S. Bank, it's U.S. Bank is actually going to be closed. Ooh. Well, it is actually going to be. And, and you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it probably should be a national holiday. Well, speaking- Good Lord, if we used to, if if Columbus Day used to be a damn uh, yeah. national holiday, why the hell can't Juneteenth be as such? People don't know uh, that originally was known as Emancipation Day. Right. By the way, I, I need to stop you there before we run out of time. Speaking of days and uh, time to do things, and again, in your, your, your neck of the woods there, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx, who have the same owner, uh, they everybody that works for that organization will have a paid holiday on November 3rd so they can go out and vote. Beautiful. B-E-A-utiful. That's your people. That's right. That's your people. That is correct. And they're so, also putting their money where their mouth is as far as putting money out there for uh, to go and and help uh, help the people that have been off because of the uh, uh, fact there is no sports to play at Target Center. And, so. and we don't have time to go into it, but, uh, you know, we're, we're about to say to baseball, too. See ya! Yeah. Or oh. you're out! You're out of there. I hate this to say it. Baseball's man, but, done. Uh, baseball's done. If they, if if the billionaires and the millionaires can't find common ground, they're done. It's over. Finito. Yeah. At least in my books, it is, and I mean that. And you know how much I love baseball. I do. All right, my friends. We thank you for listening. Here we got another Peabody. Uh, uh, our Marconi, I should say, Marconi Award-worthy show going into the can. So, until tomorrow, when it's disco night here at Radio TFI. From the Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! <laughs>